Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Just wanted to say I'm sorry. They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 34. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I'm your host, and with me is a very magical and metal co-host who's filling in for Mr. 110% this week, graphic designer extraordinaire, Mr. Aaron Wood. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Just got home from Boston Comic Con and... Ready to share my opinions. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about that. But first... Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! Here comes the money! money it's money, the man who brings the money! Mr. J Money! Senior Bo, Aaron Wood, I knew you'd come! Yes, indeed. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> So here we are, Mr. 110% fell asleep on us. He opted to stay up and watch Game of Thrones and then couldn't hang to record afterwards. So we got the wonderful and very talented freelance graphic designer and good friend of mine for many, many years. We go way, way back. Aaron Wood. Yeah, it's been, what, at least uh, six months, right? Six months. <laughs> I'd give it maybe seven. I think seven. Yeah, Feel, seven. Feels High like, end seven. But it feels a lot like eight, doesn't it? Yeah. Eight oh. months. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I met Aaron when I was still back in high school, so it's been about <sighs> it's been almost 30 years, my friend. Yeah, easily. Jesus. So, But it, it does feel like eight months. <laughs> it's all a blur. But it's nice having you on. I'm glad you're here. What, what have you been up to? Real quick, tell everybody how they can find out all about all things Aaron Wood and what it is you Oof. do. Well, you know, I do a lot of... A lot of things, a lot of things art related, a lot of book covers and logos. And I just finished up a card game that's on Kickstarter right now. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Do you have an Etsy page or a website or somewhere where they can follow you? I do. If you go to Etsy.com slash shop slash just one scarf, J-U-S-T-O-N-E-S-C-A-R-F, you can find me there. And if you go to happyharpygames.com, you can check out a link to the Kickstarter that's going on right now. And happy harpy is spelled H-A-P-P-Y-H-A-R-P-Y? Mm-hmm. Nice. Games.com. You got it. Excellent. Well, we'll definitely check that out, and Not Nation, look for that, because Aaron is a talented, talented man, and he and I made many comic books together back in the day. We did. Back in the Dizay, as they say. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, good. Well, we're happy to have you here, and we are happy to get your report on Boston Comic Con, but before we get into that, what you been up to, Jay Money? Uh, the usual. Uh, I just feel like I've been uh, getting attacked by an airstrike all week here at home. Oh, that's right. It was the air show out in mm. Westfield, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Oh, the air show was in Westfield. Yeah. So all weekend, I've just been <laughs> I just been hearing the planes like go up above me and stuff like that. Right. It's been crazy. So other than that, I just been working, you know, trying to play some games. Anything good? Playing Star Wars Battlefront, the first one, just uh, trying to rank up in the anticipation of the second one. Yeah, the second one looks like it's going to be pretty good. 
Oh, man, it looks amazing. Day one for me. Yeah. Mm. I might even have to take that day off. You still game? Nice. You still game, Aaron? Uh, not too much. I uh, was playing Destiny for a while on the Xbox and then just kind of stopped. Uh, I am looking forward to Battlefront, though. That yeah. looks really nice. Looks really good. Mm-hmm. Did you play the first one at all? No, because I kind of waited. I played the old ones on the PS2 back in the day, and then when I waited for the new one, and it was just too many bad reviews to begin yeah. with. So I let it slide and then watched the trailer for the new one, watched what they're going to do with it, and said, you know what? They listened to the people. So Yeah, they really did. There's finally a campaign mode. Mm-hmm. And there's real space battles. Yeah. So it, it, it looks like they actually did listen to the people. Let's hope the hype is real. I hope so. Awesome. Well, Jay Money, why don't you tell everyone in Not Nation where they can find all things Not Another Nerdy podcast before we begin? Sure, Tom. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at notpodcast1. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Some of our episodes are on YouTube. We are on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. We are also on podknife.com where you can leave us a five-star review. You are so money and you don't even know it. We did have a new review uh, the other day. Did we? Yeah, from uh, Sean the Tom Hater. Oh, man. I feel like you should wait and read that when Derek's here. <laughs> I, I'd rather have Derek read it, actually. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah do, that's D, that's D-Rock's boy. I'm pretty sure there was another review I saw posted recently as well, if you want to bother to read that one or not. I do like that. When I'm on podknife.com, I just type in not another, and our podcast comes Pops up. Pops right up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a new review. Hopefully, it's five it? stars. Uh, yeah, it was five stars. It said... Uh, such a fun show, very conversational, and also pretty crazy at times. It's not just about nerd news, which every other podcast already does. I really wish that The Farmer was on every week, but it's still a great listen, just as long as Tom doesn't mention that other podcast he was on. That's so boring. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that might be a good segue to get into this. I apologize in advance, Aaron, because you're probably not aware of all the drama going on currently. Uh, no. A couple of weeks ago, we had Joey DiCarlo from the So Wizard podcast on. He guest hosted when Jay Money was unavailable. I think it was episode number 32. So we thank him for that. And then last week, episode 33, I decided to have a little fun. And I thought, we, we like wrestling on this podcast, don't we, Jay Money? Obviously. Yeah. And we're big into wrestling and feuds and storylines and baby faces and heels and the gimmicks and all that stuff. So I thought it might be fun to try to create a little feud between us and So Wizard, get something going, and, you know, make Joey the heel of our show. Kayfabe, just have a little bit of fun. So on on last week's show, episode 33, I called him out for something because he had said on the previous show that although they never talk about me or my new podcast on So Wizard, it's not done vindictively. There's no reason behind it. They just, they don't discuss other podcasts. Well, then they released an episode where they talked all about another podcast. So I called them out on it and acted more upset about it than I actually was. I was kind of hamming it up for the whole gimmick of it. I thought it would turn into this fun little feud, fun little rivalry thing. And unfortunately, it did not. He got very upset with me and blocked me on Facebook and told other people that I know that he has removed me from his life and he is done. He's just done. Deleted. 
Yeah, I guess my 25-year friendship with Joey DiCarlo is, has come to an end over what was meant to be a joke. Jesus. I doubt he's listening because he's probably not even wanting to listen to the show anymore because I'm on it. But if you are listening, Joey, I apologize again. It was not my intention to upset you to this degree. And this was not the reaction I was looking for. I was trying to have some fun with you, trying to shake things up, get make things a little more interesting, you know. Jay Money, you understand where I was going with it, right? I think you and me just went through the same thing. We did. <laughs> Unfortunately, we did it totally offline, though. Like we we didn't bring yeah. it on the podcast, so nobody knew about it. It was it was yeah. a very behind the scenes kind of a thing over the yeah. bo- over the booze cruise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was trying to be a little more public with this, and I guess Joey didn't appreciate it. Anyway, congratulations to So Wizard on their three-year anniversary coming up. Uh, I think it's the August 22nd is the anniversary of when the first episode dropped. So no hard feelings. I will say happy anniversary to you. It is a little weird that I'm now blocked out of the Nerd Podcast Mafia chat on Twitter because Joey blocked me universally. So I also got thrown out of the Twitter chat, which I thought was kind of odd. But I believe we're still in the Podcast Mafia, even though I'm not allowed in the Twitter chat. At least I hope Jeez. I hope that we are. I hope we weren't eliminated. I hope we weren't whacked out of the mafia itself, because that seems like it would be a little bit extreme. I really think they don't know how to take us at this point. Yeah, I understand Joey wants me like out of his business, but who is he to decide that I should be booted out of the mafia chat? Ah, like Iron Mike said, is he like the president or I, the I, store I, manager? I don't know. I, so I guess I'm just I'm the one kid who's not allowed in the classroom. I guess. I really I really do feel like they all think we're just crazy. Well, we are crazy. Are you out of your mind? I know. <laughs> but you know what? Every mafia has that one hitman who's like out of control and he could just go off at any minute. You don't know what to expect from him. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be that guy than the boring guy who just sits behind the desk telling everyone what to do. <laughs> I want to be the guy out shaking the trees. Oh, God. You've been shaking trees with everybody. <laughs> uh, hashtag kayfabe. Yep. Except Joey took it the wrong way. Well, what are you going to do? I guess he felt attacked and he felt like I was making fun of So Wizard, which I didn't think I did. But if that's the way he feels, then again, I'm sorry. And, you know, just as I overreacted and quit So Wizard all those months ago, um, hopefully this is just an overreaction on your part and you will eventually forgive me and we will iron this out and be friends again and and that's all i can do really is apologize i can't take back what i said yeah but that's it that's all i'm gonna say about it enough about that so jay money what do we want to talk about this week we got anything worth discussing any nerd news before we let aaron tell us all about boston comic-con any news worthy of discussing early screenings of justice league tom oh boy that would be warner brothers Justice League movie, the big superhero extravaganza, the team, their version of Marvel MCU Avengers. Which comes out in less than three months at right. this point. It's coming out in November, correct? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, that and... thing must be done. It must be in the can and ready to go, right? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean? Well, the early screenings, the uh, exact quote from many people are, it's unwatchable. What are you talking about? The movie is it's so bad that it's unwatchable. The pacing, the plot, everything about it is just it's it's unwatchable. I mean, it's hard to that's a harsh word to say about a movie, you know. 
Yeah, especially a movie with that much expectation behind it. That much that, hype. That much hype and and budget. Mm-hmm. So that's the early impressions right now. And I guess they're doing they're doing more reshoots. I guess Cyborg was a big criticism of a lot of people. They said he was just too dark and he didn't really fit in with the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, you know, he, at this he, point, he, I wish they just edit him out of yeah, the whole he movie. Actually, completely. He, he doesn't visually, he doesn't look like he fits in with the rest of them. Like, no. He's very yeah. off putting. I don't know if it's the CG or just the design of his body. He looks like a Terminator exoskeleton with like a guy's half of a guy's face on its head. He, he looks like he walked right off of the set of Power Rangers onto the set of <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> well, look at the Flash. The Flash has got this kind of. Iron Man Power Rangers suit on with piano wire all over it holding <laughs> right. it together. Exactly. But at least the Flash kind of resembles the Flash. Like if you yeah. if I saw a picture of the Cyborg character and you didn't tell me it was Cyborg, I wouldn't know who that was. He doesn't look anything like the Cyborg from the Teen Titans cartoon or I mean he just looks he looks very it's uns- at least the Flash is a member of the Justice League. That too. Well, I, I felt Cyborg I've is been too. saying all along that Cyborg to me it was just so out of place in this movie. No, he's been he. They kind of retconned him as a founding member of the jail. Ju- oh, they, as me, a I founding member. JLA, yeah, of of the Justice League, yeah. Hmm. But still, to me, when I think Justice League, I don't think Cyborg. No, you think either Hawkman or Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. Yeah, I think Teen Titans right away when I think of Cyborg. Right, but you think of yeah. for Justice League, Hawkman, Martian Manhunter, or Green Lantern would have been a better fit than Cyborg. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. This I've not been on board with Cyborg at all since the beginning, and this just proves it that he doesn't fit in with this movie. Didn't I read somewhere that they reshot him saying "booyah" a bunch of times? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, because you need a tagline. You well, know, you need a catchphrase. Well, I don't know. I guess is that something he does in the Teen Titans cartoon or something? Is that like his thing? It possibly is. I think that's a. I think that's a shout out to like how he's represented in the cartoon or something. But it, but if that's the case, then that's a total misrep- misrepresentation of the character because this isn't the Teen Titans version of Cyborg. This is a different telling of the story, and so that doesn't even make sense. No, it's surely not a uh, Teen Titans cartoon version. Uh, fast and loose. They're just going fast and loose with it now. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It seems like a problem for Warner Brothers. I mean, I'm sure the movie is still going to make a ton of fucking money. Mm-hmm. And but, Tom can uh, talk about this, all the toys being released already. No, I already saw them, yeah. <laughs> I went to Toys R Us the other day, Aaron, to check, oh. looking for Lego sets, and they've already got the Justice League Lego sets are out, the, Justice, oh the action figures are out, and right on the packaging for the Justice League, there's fucking Superman. So I guess there's no oh. surprise that he's coming back. Jeez, yeah, I mean, figure. in all the trailers... They don't show him, and it's like they make it a point to not to talk about him like he's not there. And then right there in all the marketing of the toys, he's front and center. He's he's in all the action figure packaging. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, okay, well, there goes that. That's a big. I mean, we knew he was coming back anyway, but spoiler, yeah. the average person didn't know, and so spoiler for them. And Steppenwolf looks god awful. The main villain. Oh. oh, he looks bad. What are they doing? Like all their villains look terrible CGI. Just horror fests you saw the steppenwolf toy right tom oh yeah it looked terrible it's it's completely gray there's no color no color no there's nothing (laughs) you know what it looks like you know like when you see those test figures for like star wars action figures and they're just all gray yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's what it looks like because there's no paint applied to the figure at all he looks like a prototype (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, he's a pro, he looks like the prototype figure, and they just threw him in the box. Uh, you know what? I actually I took a picture of it, Money. I'm going to have to post that on the Not Another Nerdy Facebook page so the Knotheads can see that. Cause it I think is, I might have a picture of it, too. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. You're right. It is bad. So check out the Not Another Nerdy page. We'll post those Justice League early toy releases. We'll the pictures of those up there, and you can see for yourself. But, yeah, it seems, you know, mid-August... And they're already releasing toys for a movie that comes out in mid to end November. That seems a little early to me. Mm-hmm. Speaking of toys, Tom, did you see the picture of from Star Wars The Last Jedi, the Porg alien? Uh, now, this is the thing that looks like a cross between a bunny and a penguin. I, th- I immediately thought Furby. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Did you see this, Aaron? Do you know what I thought? I thought merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Yeah, exactly. When I saw yeah. this thing. Because it's you're going to see a Furby version of that. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're going to get that. It's going to. Well, this be... one talks. Yes. You touch his belly and he says different funny yeah. things. Okay. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. What do you think of that? <laughs> uh, they need something cute and funny. It's got to be like the Ewoks, you know? So, throw it in there. It might be pretty badass. You never know. Everyone there thought it. Even- there was even a picture of one of them in the Malayan Falcon with Chewbacca. Yeah, sitting on yes. the dashboard of the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a like a lucky rabbit's foot. It's like a good luck charm. Maybe maybe yeah. they're wicked force sensitive, and that's why Could they're be. hanging out on that island with Luke. Because I think that's where they come from, right? The caves where Luke is hanging out. Yeah, they're like the guardians of the island or the caretakers of the island or something, from what I've read or heard. That'll be interesting. That's funny. Hey, you know what? When everyone first saw Yoda, they thought he was going to be stupid, too, and he turned out to be one of the greatest Star Wars characters ever. So Yeah, I remember I was looking at the internet that day back in, like, what was it, like, 1979, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> someone, like, posted some bad comments, and I had to defend Yoda. I mean, come on, it's just a puppet with a guy up his, right. with a hand up his ass, but <laughs> totally realistic. Uh, Do you remember uh, when you get that little catalog when you would buy Star Wars toys? Oh, yes. And do you remember when you would get it before Jedi came out and they had like Jabba the Hutt blacked out? Oh, yeah. And it was just the shape (laughs) of him. And you're like, what the hell is that thing? (laughs) (laughs) They did that for the Ewoks, too, I think. Yes, they did. Why couldn't they do that nowadays? Nowadays, they spoil everything on the toy box. Right. Why couldn't they have blacked Uh... out the Porgs? I bet you if you buy one of those Justice League vehicles, it's got a catalog with, like, everything in it. (laughs) And and not only that, everything is, like, discolored and gray. It's it's very bland. No paint applied. Uh, Oh, man. My only other uh, movie news that I had, Tom, for you and Aaron was, uh, remember a while ago we talked about on the podcast the Silver and Black movie? Oh, yeah, that's with Black Cat and Silver Sable from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. This is being put out by Sony. Uh, Marvel doesn't have anything to do with it. No, but, but Sony's it has... claiming it takes place in the same universe, which I think is funny. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But uh, it does have, I mean, it had a director attached already, but now it actually has an official uh, release date. And when's it coming? February 8th, 2019. Hmm. Plenty of time for it to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> or for them to change the name of it. I don't think that's the greatest name. Yeah. I like the name. I don't know. I mean, 2019 is looking pretty stacked already. I'm right. looking at like nine movies right now. I was going to say, there's, there's a lot of competition. So Sony better make it good. I'm all for it, but you got to have Marvel in on this. It, it, if one thing proved anything, it's Homecoming was the shot in the ass that the Sony needed. And uh, to just throw that out, you know, it's like, oh, you did us a good favor. We had a successful movie. Uh, we don't need you anymore. 
Yeah, but they're not. They can't do that because supposedly Tom Holland, his Spider-Man, is going to be the Spider-Man in the universe of these movies they're producing. So (laughs) that means he's connected to the MCU. So guilt by association, they're in the MCU. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's it's just convoluted and stupid, and too many people are making dumb dumb decisions. I said before, the only way it would work is if at the end of Infinity War. Thanos uses the Infinity Gauntlet to open up like a rift in reality and he fires Spider-Man through it. And then Spider-Man oh. en- ends up in this new Sony-verse that doesn't have any of the MCU characters in it. That's the only way it could possibly work. And then we get Miles Morales in the uh, regular Marvel Universe? No, but that, yeah. wouldn't, but that wouldn't happen either because Sony has the rights to him. Well, they could give us the rights to him. What yeah. are they going to do with the Spider-Man? They're going to give Spider-Man? it to us, you and me. We're going to produce it. What are we? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he said give <laughs> us like he's the MCU. <laughs> hey, yeah. they can give him to us. We're going to come up with something better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, God. It's that true. would be difficult. I'm looking at the slate for 2019. It's crazy. You got an X-Men film in February, Captain Marvel in March, Shazam in April. Avengers 4 in May. Wow. Spider-Man Homecoming sequel in July. Wonder Woman 2 in December. That's oh, crazy. God. That is yeah. crazy. So that was all I had for news, Tom. Anything you've heard about, Aaron, you want to tell us about or discuss with us? Anything going around? Not really. I've been trying to steer clear of uh, spoilers and all sorts of, you know, episode Last Jedi, episode 8 spoilers and and uh, you know, I see an occasional porg online, and I gotta get, I gotta like close that window real quick. So yeah, I just kind of, I'm laying low right now. I don't even watch next week's episode for Game of Thrones when I finish watching the episode that's oh, really? playing tonight. You don't want yeah, to see I the just, previews for the show next week, huh? Nope. I just, I want to be amazed and surprised. So you know, I was online looking at porg, and my wife caught me. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> Very, very embarrassing. I had to close the window real quick. She's like, what was that? I'm like, uh, nothing, dear. Well, the internet's made for Porg. That's so. right. Porg Hub. It's the newest <laughs> craze. Oh. I highly recommend oh, it. Oh, boy. Aaron, did you see the uh, action figure for uh, Supreme Leader Snoke? <laughs> <laughs> boy, that looks terrible. Uh, you mean you mean Mace Windu, right? Um, <laughs> no, no I, I didn't see that yet, but I'm sure it's horrific. No, I mean Goldmember. He's wearing that's like immediately, big gold that's immediately robes. what I thought. He's wearing like a big gold uh, bathrobe. He's oh. all in gold. You know what he needs to be in? The old plastic Jawa capes from the old Kenner. <laughs> you know, like the old yeah. Ben Kenobi cape. Yes. Uh, just the vinyl piece that you like slide the arms through. <laughs> <laughs> and if if you're going by scale to his guard, he's like nine feet tall. Yeah, he's big. <laughs> he is big. Yeah, and he's. I don't know what he has in his hand, if that's supposed to be a lightsaber or what, but I'm going to put the picture up on the Not Another Nerdy page. I'm going to put that one up in the uh, the, the little guy with Chewbacca. And- <laughs> the Porg? Yeah, the picture of the Porg. Do that. I'm looking with it Chewbacca. up right now, so let me oh. see if I can find anything. How about our buddy uh, our buddy Kylo Ren without his mask? That must make you happy, Jay Money. <laughs> I'm so sick of this crap. <laughs> it's it's in his. That's his TIE fighter pilot outfit, too. Oh, come on. So if he's flying his TIE fighter, shouldn't he have his goddamn helmet on? Of course. <laughs> right, yeah. Tom. That's the worst. He, if he's walking down the street, he shouldn't have his helmet on. Especially now he's got a big scar. I mean, that guy, no offense, Adam Driver, you're not menacing. You don't look menacing. I'm not no. scared of your face. I'm, the helmet is menacing. 
if I saw you coming at me with that helmet on, I would be afraid. If I saw you coming at me with that face, I would just punch you. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, there's a member of Boys Like Girls. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he does. He looks like a member of some British invasion rock band from the 60s. It's awful. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of that figure, even though I'll obviously be getting it. Well, yeah, of course. I'm hoping that you don't see it in the package, but that he comes with a helmet. Right. You know, a removable one. But yeah. usually they would show that in the package. So, hmm. yeah, I'm not having a good feeling about this. Yeah, enough of Adam Driver. I, you have a bad feeling about this? <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, enough of Adam Driver and his stupid face. Let's get the Kylo Ren helmet back. <laughs> It is stupid hair. Oh, uh, God. It's awful. Terrible. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Well, I saw something funny. Well, okay, maybe it's not funny. It might be funny to some people. But apparently, while he was filming for Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise had quite an accident. Oh, geez. Did you hear about this? In his pants? Jay Money, did you hear about this? <laughs> I, I saw the videos. Oh, you did? There's more than one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. So why don't you describe to Not Nation what happened? Like, what was Tom Cruise doing? First of all, he Tom was Cruise is how old? 55. He's 55 years old, and he's doing his he, own stunts. What the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? He's older than both Tom and I. What is wrong with him? And he's probably, he has all the money in the world. What is wrong with him? Is the world really asking for Mission Impossible? Is this six? It is six, yes. Okay. Is yeah. the world asking for Mission Impossible six? Well, that's not the problem. I mean, make 20 of them. But why is this guy at 55 years old, or for that matter, at any age, doing his own stunts? I guess he always has. I mean, so how at did, this age? So tell me how it turned out for him. What was he doing and what happened? Let me show you how we do it in the pros. He was jumping from one building to another building on mm-hmm. the roof. Okay. Oh, boy. And so he's running on the roof of one building. Well, he it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a Tom Cruise movie if he wasn't running. I will say that. Right. He's got to run he in every a, movie. So he's running from one building, and he jumps to go onto the other building. He doesn't make it, and he goes splat right into the side of the building. <laughs> oh, my Ouch. God. Damn! So he does it once. They yank him up with the harness. He tries to be all manly. He goes back, starts to run again, does the jump again. Finish him. Does the exact same thing. So obviously the buildings were too far apart for him. Right. So he gets up and he's limping around with his, like holding his ankles and stuff. And then he just goes down for like a second or two. Oh, wow. Like he knocked himself out? He just dropped. You got knocked the fuck out. So I don't know if his legs gave out or if he knocked himself out. He just dropped on the ground. Maybe he broke his ankle and then when he tried to put full weight on it, it gave way yeah. oh. and so then he's got up a couple of the you know handlers from the set they got him and then they they took him in the harness and they lifted him up to the other building that he was jumping from and he just limped away and that was the end of the video wow but i mean he, like i said he tried this twice and the exact same thing happened tom cruise what are you doing buddy what, what a stupid fuck what do you got to prove at this point I don't know. Who's he trying to impress? I mean, well, you know, he's into that whole Scientology thing. He thinks he's yeah. like, he can do anything. He thinks he's like part alien. He's magical. See, when I, when I first... <laughs> you're, not part of not, you're not part of Not Nation, buddy. You're not magical. 
Okay? You're not part of the broken universe, and you're not part of not nation, so you have no magic. I am magic. You're a human being. You're 55 years old, and you're a multimillionaire. Hire someone else to do your stunts for you. I'm amazed they'll <laughs> insure him because you know those companies have to be, they have to insure these actors. Who the hell wants to insure his ass when he's jumping building to building? When I uh, when I first clicked on the video and I and I saw him go splat, I didn't realize he had that harness on. I thought he was going to just go down the whole bottom of the wall. <laughs> God, that but then when I saw funny. he had the harness on, I'm like, oh, come on, it's not that bad. He could have done like a Looney Tunes thing and hit the side and, and then like slid. slowly slid down. <laughs> slid down. Like or like one of those uh, <laughs> little plastic rubber monkeys that you throw on the window and then it flips and, <laughs> and falls all yes. the way down the window. <laughs> if he did that, that would have been hilarious. Oh, boy. Oh, poor oh, Tom Cruise. Man. It's hard to feel sorry I, for you when you do dumb shit. Yeah. yeah I agree with Tom. No, know your limitations, man. Yeah. Right? I'm not doing that. He's watching too many Jackie Chan movies. Right. You're not really the superheroes that you play in these movies, okay? <laughs> you can't do these things, so please stop before you hurt yourself or someone else. Yep. Hey, maybe that I mean, whack on the wall knocks some sense into him, you know? He won't be such a kook anymore. I mean, I give him a little props for trying to do his own stunts, you know? I don't give yeah. him any props. I, I think he's stupid. You're an idiot. <laughs> not only that, but by him doing that, he's putting a stunt actor out of work. So he also is halting production of the movie. Exactly. So there you go. Because they had to stop the whole scene and take him away, yeah. and he has they haven't started filming again. Knock that shit yeah. off. So you know how these movies are. You lose like one day, you're screwed. Yeah, you're losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't understand how Justice League can be profitable at this point. I mean, there's all the. I don't think that movie's going to make any money. I mean, all the reshoots and everything they've had to do. Pay hey, two uh, directors. They set up a GoFundMe account. And they're asking for charity. For who? For, for Justice, Justice League? League. Oh, for the for the reshoots. <laughs> I thought you meant for Tom Cruise. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> who did the church? The Church of Scientology set up a GoFundMe for Tom Cruise. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? If they set up a GoFundMe to delete delete Cyborg out of the movie, I'd I'd throw a couple bucks their way. Yeah. Or at least change the look of him. God, he looks unsettling. It's, I mean, it doesn't look like what kid is going to see that image and think superhero. It's terrifying. I mean, he looks like a Terminator. He does. He looks like a Terminator exoskeleton. He looked like RoboCop in that stupid reboot RoboCop. Oh boy, that's what I. That's what I thought right away. All right. Well, that seems like all the news that's fit to talk about. So why don't we let Aaron tell us all about? Boston Comic Con 2017. I, it was this past weekend. August, I can't wait to hear what about it. was it? This. August 8th through the. 11th through the 13th. Okay, so it was 11, 12, and 13. So, Aaron, were you there for all three days? I was not. I uh, had to work the day job on Friday, mm-hmm. but I did see a lot of my friends who were there with tables commenting on how slow it was. Oh. Yeah, so that wasn't a good sign. And of course, um, you were a vendor there, right? You had a table? Yes, I did. This would be my sixth year, I think, at Boston Comic Con. And some started at the Heinz Convention Center, went to the Seaport, and now at the Boston Convention Center. Okay. Um, Is this the first year it's been at the Boston Convention Center? It is, because last year they got bought out by Fan Expo. There you go. And Fan Expo said, well, you're getting too big for the Seaport. Let's move you across the street, Mm -hmm. or, or a little bit across the street. And they did. And the Boston Convention Center is where PAX East is held, which is a gigantic convention. Right. That's a big video game convention, right? 
all it is. It's all about the video games. Mm-hmm. And they take up the entire show floor. Now, for Fan Expo, they felt the need to cram it into one half of the entire show floor, which the show floor is gigantic. It's a, it's enormous. But they just kind of shoehorned it into one side. So I got there on Saturday with enough time to set up before the VIP crowd comes in. And just, it, <laughs> it was like a maze. It, they had curtains, you know, up and pipe and curtain stuff up between everything. It was basically the vendor area was anybody who didn't want to be in the artist area and didn't want to uh, stick to the whatever the height limit was. There were vendors in the vendor area with stuff that was like 20 feet tall. Really? It was insane. So there was this weird wall of merch and posters and T-shirts and everything that kind of separated out where we were pigeonholed in in the corner uh, in Artist Alley. And I got there thinking, ooh, I'm right next to where Artist Alley starts. It's going to be great. And doors opened. People came in. VIPs came in first for half an hour. And then around, let's see, this is at uh, 9.30, I think, 8.30. Uh, around 12.30, we made our first sale. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was just a trickle of people that kind of came in, walked around the outside edge. Oh, and the biggest thing is they had the... Stars like your Rob Liefeld, your mm-hmm. you know your top talent Jai Lee and stuff like that around the outside edge of Artist Alley, okay. not mixed in like it used to be. You know you'd have like a block with an end cap with somebody really famous on it. This they had them all around the outside edge and they were funneling people around the backside and then they would be like, okay, now you can go see Rob, walk around, get your stuff signed, and then they would bring you out. So those people weren't even kind of funneling through to see the rest of it unless they wanted to come back in themselves but at that point after you've been standing in line for however many hours to meet these people are you going to want to go through more you know right that was kind of the setup that's how they set everything up then there was a kind of a rush between maybe one and four a lot of sales and then nothing (laughs) for the rest of the night on a saturday Uh, wow on a saturday and I walked the show floor a couple times. I had uh, my friend Jenny help me out. And so I was able to get up and walk around and talk to all my other con family friends. And they were like, yeah, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Wow. Um, it was pretty all, much dead the whole all day. The pi- all the pictures that I've seen online, there's like no one in the background. Yeah. Compared to like PAX East where you can hardly move. One of my buddies took some pictures from the Skyway Bridge that connects one side of the con to the other. And... You could just see large areas where there was nobody. Oh, so, so, you know, I didn't let that get me down too much. So I'm like, okay, we'll we'll come back fresh, you know, on Sunday. And Sunday was actually pretty damn good. Oh, um, yeah, good. It, yeah, less hours, but I, you know, I made my table, covered costs, and just said, yeah, they're going to have to listen to a lot of feedback because a lot of artists were not happy. Now, what do you attribute the slow turnout or the bad turnout to? What do you think caused all that? There's a few things. Number one, they got bought by Fan Expo, which I'm not disparaging Fan Expo by any means. I haven't heard a lot about them as an organization. I think they're Canadian, perhaps, or they run. They are. One- we went up to yeah. Fan Expo in Toronto, Derek yes. and Joey and a bunch of us, and that was years ago. But we, I think yeah. that one might that might have been the same show that Joey and I actually met Carrie Fisher at. Actually, the Fan Expo. Oh wow! I, I remember so. that. Yeah, I didn't go with you, but I remember you telling me about mm-hmm. that. I think. What they did is they, you know, they bought the convention from the guys who ran it before and 
I think it was getting too big for them. Immediately, they contacted everybody who pre-purchased a table for this year and offered them a refund. They actually lowered the price of the tables, which I didn't expect. I expected, you know, big management comes in, raise all the prices, level the playing field. People get, you know, burned. But no, it was good. But what Fan Expo is all about is the fans and bringing in celebrities. So you have Matt Smith, Karen Gillian there. Uh, From Dr. Alan Who. Tudyk. Yeah. You know, all these big names and people are spending money on that when you have to spend $175 to get a picture and a meet and greet with the doctor and his companion. You know, unless you're rolling money, you're not going to be going and buying $20 posters and prints in Artist Alley. Right. So a lot more emphasis on getting people in for meet and greets. And, you know, Stan Lee was there, too, which was I heard his talk was amazing. So, you know, a lot of people were probably spending their money on that. My original plan was to go just specifically to meet Stan Lee, but unfortunately, since I got a ticket for New York Comic Con, and that's coming up in less than two months, I need to save up for that. I can't be spending money on Boston Comic Con, so Boston and Stan Lee missed out on Tom this year. Uh, So the the way out, I think, would be the number two. It's very maze-like and just not laid out well they need no, to kind of sounds like they need to integrate the artists with other people so that people have a reason to walk through artist alley yeah and i i i gotta say the you know being in artist alley we were kind of pushed into one corner the other side of artist alley uh, i mean the other side of the convention center was like a flea market like 15 t-shirt vendors uh, there's a t-mobile kind of station like toy vendors that you know you would see at a mid seventies show. Was there <laughs> any uh, beef jerky vendors? <laughs> no, but there was. I think some some type of alcoholic vendor, like soda or something, was going on. Like right in the center of the convention hall, they were dishing out all this stuff that sounded like it had an alcoholic name to it. But I don't know. I didn't. What? I don't know if you can drink at cons in Mass, but you can drink at cons in other states. But it was. It just looked really shady and sketchy on that side. When I went to Wizard World, there was about four different beef jerky vendors. <laughs> what what's his comics like beef jerky? I mean, come on. <laughs> I, uh, I I when I reviewed it, I think I did say there's more beef jerky vendors than comic uh, vendors. Uh, oh, and the third thing would have to be the food. It took an, over an hour to get food on Saturday. The lines were insanely long, just obscene. It's like there's no need to be waiting that long. People didn't know where the hell they were going. It's on a second level up above the con floor. So most cons, all one level. You got your food court in the corner, whatever. This you had to go around, up an escalator, across the sky bridge to the other side, and then you're awash in a sea of people looking for food. So yeah, those were the three main things, I think, that kind of sunk this con. And they're going to have to change a lot up for next year, or else I think a lot of people aren't going to be back. Do you think the attendance has... Anything to do with uh, there just being so many conventions now? No. I mean, Boston has built its uh, reputation up from a con that had maybe like a few thousand people at it to I think they were up to like 20 uh, or possibly more uh, last year. So I think that they're one of Boston's only conventions. (laughs) Walker Stalker is a smaller one. But, uh, you know, this is like the premier event. And they didn't change the name, which is nice. They're still Boston Comic Con. Right. Their Fan Expo presents Boston Comic Con. Right, and that's why, um, you know, want to keep the brand. That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. And they were smart to do that. But, you know, a lot of people talk about con overload and oversaturation. 
And yeah, there are. I mean, you literally could go. It used to be you could go to a con every weekend. Now you could probably could go to two different cons every weekend. I'm going uh, to two next weekend. <laughs> Jesus, you're That's a trooper. Right. You'll hear about him in his recommendations this week. Nice. I can't can't wait to hear. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you around and sell you beef jerky the whole weekend. <laughs> Well, one of them we got press passes too, so that's right. Oh, swanky! I mean, that's right. You guys are moving up, so you get all that that good swag. Well, I don't so. know about moving up, but <laughs> you guys some... are making lateral moves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's they got to change some things. They got to address some things. Open up the whole show floor by that second half, and just move everything out. Make stuff not like a maze. Intersperse the stars amongst us, and there you go. That's was awesome. there something going on in the other section? They, the stage and like, you know, like when Stan Lee spoke and John Barrowman and stuff was kind of halfway into that section, but they had it all curtained off and they were chanting and yelling during one person. I think it was John Barrowman and it was deafening on the show floor, which was really weird because usually you put your guests of honor and your talks in a room somewhere. Right, right, right. <laughs> but not this time. They they had them right there on the show floor. It was just curtained off, and people would wait in line and go in, and chairs and stuff were there. But, uh, yeah, they've they've got pretty much the entire other half. They could just spread out, make it not so cave-like and maze-like, and open it up and let people see everything at once rather than have to come to a dead end and be like, oh, I've made a terrible decision, and... I got to leave this place now. <laughs> I remember the first few years we went to New York Comic Con. It was only half of the, the Javits Center, and the oh, other yeah. half was a was a boating convention. Oh god, <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I think it was uh, a tra- it was a traveling convention. Yeah, it you was know, like so a camper, to... like a travel yeah. camper camping. Yeah, home, if you wanted to buy a, if you to buy a boat or camper. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like puppet show with Spinal Tap. Yeah. You know exactly. It's like, uh, Oh my god. Now when you were walking the con floor, did you run into any cosplayers that you know or anybody else you know that we know? Any they I ran into I ran into all sorts of artists that we know. Rich Woodall, you know, um yeah, good old Rich. uh, Johnny Reagan. Sean Wong there? Yeah, he was there. I talked to him. uh, Him and his wife. I ran into him and talked to them for a while. My buddy uh Mookie, who works on a webcomic called Star Power, I've known him for years. Cool. And just, you know, a bunch of cool people. And, of course, the cosplayers are a big integral part of Comic-Cons these days. Of course. So they had them segmented off in their own meet-and-greet section, hmm. like nine of them in a row, kind of near where the celebs were signing, which I didn't get over there during the main show times to, like, see what that was like over there. They were, they were it was weird. They were on kind of the backside of all the charities, like the 501st and, like, the Star Trek stuff and... So it was just kind of stuck in the back, but huh. what are you going to do there? You didn't have uh, to Nicole notice if... Jean or whatever. Uh, is that, yeah. is that, her name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she yeah, was Nicole. there. Was uh, Jessica Nagri was there too, right? Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. She was the first stand in the line of the eight or nine that were there. And I'm yeah, sure... One of, uh, one of the guys that I work with, his friend was there yesterday and he kept sending him pictures of, uh, him meeting Jessica Nagri. <laughs> and, and the pictures I saw, I'm like, this doesn't look like there's anybody else there. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. In that section, it was literally at the back of the convention center. So uh-huh. if you weren't stuck in the vendor area or in Artist Alley or over where the celebs were, there was like nothing there <laughs> except for some cosplayers. So. Now, that's crazy. I've I remember at New York, I've gotten into line and it's like four hours to meet her. 
I saw yeah. my buddy Cecil Grimes, wh- who cosplays as Rick Grimes from Walking Dead, was at the show. Did he have his stand there? Because he's got like a mock of the the prison tower, and he has like this whole setup that he puts up. I was wonder- I was wondering if he was actually there as a vendor doing that, or, uh, as a guest, or if he happened to just be there walking around. There, I saw that he was on. There were like nine cosplayers, eight ladies, and him, and then. Uh, I didn't. There was this zombie station set up kind of thing, mm-hmm. which might have been him. That's him. Uh, yep. That's him. Then yeah, he was there and he had that, and that was actually on the other side of the wall, more in the vendor area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he probably made out a little bit better because he was near the flow of traffic. He's a great guy. Uh, I interviewed him for the cosplay Christmas special this past year, and it, he was awesome. Great guy. Oh, nice. Good so, to hear. Yeah. I mean, he looks spot on to. Oh yeah. To Rick, looks know? just like him. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, Jeez. I digress. Well, I'm sorry that you only had a sounds like a lukewarm experience at Boston Comic Con this weekend. Yeah, it wasn't and it's terrible, one of my but it wasn't cons. great. Yeah, I was gonna say you usually do really well at that show. Yeah, we'll see. I signed up for next year. Oh, there you <laughs> go. For every minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you made your table back. I think that's the main I did. thing. If you... I made table, made a little profit, yeah. saw some friends, hung yeah. out. And like yeah, you said, hopefully by next year, Fan Expo irons out all the little kinks and they have yeah. a much smoother s- situation. It's, it's growing pains. You know, you you buy a con that's already well established. You kind of try to put your spin on it and it's not always going to work. But if you listen to your fans and feedback from your vendors and artists, then I don't see why. Yeah, they can't fix everything. Awesome. Hey, you, spend, you spend enough money there. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, sharing with us about no Boston problem. Comic Con. A uh, fan exclusive. Here That's we go. That's it. You were there. You were there vending. So who knows better than you? Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Well, I think we got a full episode out of this. So why don't we wrap things up with some recommendations, if there's nothing else you want to bring to the table. Mr. Aaron Wood, why don't you plug your stuff one more time and recommend to Not Nation what they should be looking for, what they should be into right now. What are they, What are you reading? What are you watching? What do you? What's good? What do you recommend? Well, uh, I'm going to plug my Etsy shop again. That's etsy.com slash shop slash just one scarf. Please go to happyharpygames.com and check out the Kickstarter, link to the Kickstarter. We're three quarters of the way funded, almost three quarters of the way funded. We got about two weeks left and we could sure use a little help to kind of push us over the edge. Recommendations. I think everyone should be watching Game of Thrones right now because it is the best. And there's uh, only that, two that, more episodes. Dude, that episode last week was just oh. the, the, the fucking dragons. It's what we're waiting for. Just unbelievable. And it did yeah. not disappoint. It did not. That's some so of that's the best dragon CGI I've in like movies. Even yeah. above movies that I've seen, you know? Yeah. Pretty that's amazing. Well done. How about you, Jay Money Man, who brings the money? Tom, I uh, recommend that this upcoming Tuesday, August 22nd, 2017, uh, a little movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, comes out on Blu-ray. Very I've nice. I've never heard of it. Is that new? Is that? Is that... <laughs> I think it's like a little independent feature, uh, black and white, and maybe maybe subtitles. Mm, nice. So, has a, yeah, has I a killer that. soundtrack. I do what? love my soundtracks. It's got, what, some Gordon Lightfoot, some Engelbert Humperdinck on it, you know. Yeah, something like that. One interesting thing about this is that this is the first Disney and Marvel 4K Blu-ray. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. Yep. So far, Disney hasn't jumped into the pool, but this is the first one. Hmm. So I'm going to pick that up because I'll be getting a 4K TV in the fall. Awesome. Nice. 
I heard it'll actually slice your eyeballs. It's that sharp. <laughs> uh, so I'll wear my glasses. Good. Yeah, wear your protective glasses at all times. Yep. I got mine uh, pre-ordered at Best Buy already. <laughs> Sweet. Even though I'm uh, really pissed off at Best Buy right now, I'm ready to put them on the list of deletion time. Oh, boy. Oh. What happened? Well, so it was my mother's birthday a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to get her one of those, you know, those Fujifilm instant cameras that are all the rage now? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tom? I do. Okay, so I wanted to get my mother one of those. I figured she'd love it, you know, take pictures with my niece and stuff like that. So I ordered it on Monday, and the birthday party was the following Sunday, so six days later. So obviously, it's going to get here by then, right? Mm, I would think so. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm waiting and waiting, and it's Saturday. I'm at work, and I'm working till 9 o'clock, and the birthday party is Sunday, I'm looking at the tracking all day long at work. Finally, about 6 o'clock at night, it's been mishandled and sent to, like, Ohio. Come on. Oh, wow. Expected delivery date, Wednesday. Man, this is some bullshit! Yes, the birthday party was Sunday, and I'm here working till 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Yeah, I was pissed. So luckily, there is a Walmart on my way home from work. So I stopped off there and got her one there. Mm. But still, when I got the Best Buy one in, I had to go into the store and return it. And, you know, that's just a pain in the ass. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. You don't have to go through that. Yeah, and this is the same Best Buy that I've gone to three or four times to pick up a new game or movie the day it comes out and it's not in the shelf. And I'll ask the clerk for it. And they go in the back room and they come back out and they tell me they don't have it. And I go, well, that's funny because I just ordered it on my phone for online pickup and it's ready up front. (laughs) I've done this like three times now. Oh, boy. Yeah. So the moral of the story is anything you want at Best Buy, do for online pickup. Yeah. That's that's what I do now. And don't order anything from the website to get delivered either because it'll take nine days. (laughs) Stupid fucks. So let's let's add them to the list of deletion. (laughs) You can't because you belong to their... Like Best Buy video club. game, <laughs> video yeah. Game that's the club. problem is I have the video game club and you get twenty percent off new uh, games. That's too bad. I would love for yeah. them to be added to the list. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> it sucks. Uh, it's well, a necessary evil. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Tom, I just wanted to tell you an update on the Broken Hardies. Oh, good. Yeah, they are currently saying they are hashtag woken. Woken. Hmm. Hmm. So they're kind of trying to find like a little loophole around it. And they've been hashtagging Woken. You cannot break what is already broken because I am more. I am magic. Tom, can I recommend one more thing? You should recommend those cons we're going to or you're going to. Okay. So, Tom, a few more recommendations. Pop Cult Anime Con in Framingham, Massachusetts, which I'll be at next weekend. Would that be Framingham, Massachusetts, USA, Earth, Milky Way? Yes. And also Terrific Con at the Mohegan Sun Casino down in Uncasville, Connecticut, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Nice. And I just had one other recommendation. If you haven't been watching the 90s on CNN, the uh, latest episode was all about the Internet. So it was really funny because they're interviewing 
or they're showing clips from like the Today Show with Brian Gumble asking like, "What is the internet? Where do you get the internet? How do I get on this internet? Do you can you buy the internet?" So they had people at midnight at Circuit City lined up for uh, Windows ninety five. They were showing clips and stuff. Were you there? Uh, no. I remember. I know how how you like to line up at midnight at Best Buy. Oh, I didn't even have a computer back then. Oh. I remember Circuit my uncle, uh, mine nice. and D-Rock's uncle, the outlaw, he had Windows 95. Nice. Did uh, did you or Aaron? Oof. Yeah, I think I did. Do you remember yeah. how many, do you remember it came on like 10 floppy disks? Yeah. How much yeah. was that when it came out? It was like 300 bucks, wasn't it? It was expensive, yeah. Because yeah, they were just talking when I was watching the show how the entire package cost Microsoft like 50 cents. Mm. And they were charging so much for it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And people were paying it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, I remember my uncle having it. It was on like at least a dozen floppy disks. Insane. Oh, I mean, think about it. That was, not, that was only 22 years ago. <laughs> yeah, the leaps <laughs> and bounds, you know, since then. It's crazy. Yeah, I didn't have a computer back then. I had a, remember Web TV? Yep, Web TV. Yep. I, had a, I, had a, I had a Web TV, I think. You know, I, I, uh, I kind of lucked out because... The first internet that I had, I, I, of course, I was in college at the time and didn't do too much. But when I, I got back from college, I was living in Aguam, and Aguam has, it was Aguam and Westfield both had access to cable modems originally. Yeah, I remember yeah. Westfield did, yep. So it was like 98, and yep. we had it, boom, done, yep. and never had to do dial-up in my life. My friends were all like on dial-up. And then when DSL came around, like yep. people in Springfield didn't have any fat high speed nope. internet at all for years. Yep. But I just I went right jumped in the Cadillac and took off. <laughs> Remember my uh, my parents had DSL, but only because they were like three miles from the Verizon like office. Yeah, yeah. You had to be like a certain a couple miles away from the office to get it. Yep. Oh my god, it's <laughs> crazy. Dude, right. I remember paying by the minute for AOL. Yes. Oh man. My bill would. Do you remember that time? Yes. My Tom bill would still be has like a, AOL. I do. Oh, I do. I still my have my bill AOL would be like email. One hundred and eighty dollars a month. I've had the same oh, email God. for like twenty five years. Oh. I'd be in those stupid AOL chat rooms all day long. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm AOL. Remember me? <laughs> You've got mail. Oh shit! All right, boys. Well, let me get on with my recommendation so we can wrap this up. Sure yep. Thing. So I'm going to recommend, and should actually be out now, if uh, you're listening to this on a Friday, August 18th, 2017, go to Netflix and check out Marvel's The Defenders, because it's eight episodes long and it is dropping as we speak. It is available on Netflix for you now, streaming, so check it out. I've heard mixed reviews. But I'm looking forward to it because this is the culmination of all of the different shows, you know, coming together. You got Daredevil, you got Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and, of course, our good friend Iron Fist. We we were all such a fan of that show. <laughs> so they're all wow. coming together, teaming up to form the Defenders and Sigourney who Weaver. They, who do they fight? I guess Sigourney Weaver is like the new bad guy. She's like the head of the hand. So we'll see yeah. what happens. See, I heard the Defenders were Aunt May, Devil Dinosaur, and two yet-to-be-named people. (laughs) Howard the Duck? Four Bushman. Yeah, Howard the Duck. Four Bushman and Howard the Duck. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be great. I'd I'd watch the hell out of that show, actually. Peter Porker? (laughs) Peter Porker. Perfect. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, so that's 
available now on Netflix, so I'm going to recommend that because I plan on binging it, and I will definitely be reviewing it on next week's episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. I'll watch the first... I don't know if I'll get through the whole thing, but I'll definitely watch a couple times. Yeah, definitely at least check out the first episode so we can talk about it. We'll give a oh, review I'll definitely of it. watch the first couple. Give a review on next week's episode of it, and hopefully D-Rock will be back. But I do want to thank Mr. Aaron Wood again for stepping in his formidable shoes and filling in. Hey, I want to thank you guys for having me on the show because awesome. it was a pleasure. Yeah, man. And uh, we got to get together soon. Yeah, definitely. On a personal note. You sure have thing. any cons coming up, Aaron? No, uh, BingCon. Uh, oh, cool. little, you know, little show, uh, Bing Con's great. I'm signed up. I got my table ready to go. But other than that, it's been a, l- a little bit of a chill con year for me. That's in October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is run by one of our good friends, Mr. Mark Mestel, the man who made this sound drop famous. Everybody's got a little piece of Van Zant in them. That's right. Everyone has a little piece of Van Zant in them. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, actually, I will. I believe I'm. I've been asked back to DJ again for this year's BingCon. I've done the last four, so awesome. Or is this number four? This might be the fourth year, right? This is four, yeah. Yeah, so I've done the last three. So hell, why not do number four as well? Mm-hmm. So I will be there, DJ, and spinning the tune, spinning the wheels of steel, as they say, and playing all your favorite hits and even ones you don't like. Spin Doctors? <laughs> yes. Two princes just for you, Jay Money. No, play some Mr. Big for me. You got it. If you come, I will play it, I promise. You haven't been to BingCon yet, have you? Nope. Yeah, it's only five bucks to get in. You got to come down this year. Bring Dr. Bill and his bananas and come down to BingCon. <laughs> Tell Danny Abbott to come down from Greenfield Ford. It's only in Springfield. It's, uh, is it the church there right on Sumner? Yeah, it's the church right on Sumner. Yeah. It's awful that I can't think of the name. Is it First That's what's right on the way to D-Rocks. United, I don't know, something. I can't think of the name of the church offhand. We're yeah, terrible people. Yeah, we are. Anyway, if you go search BingCon on Facebook, you'll find all about it. We'll definitely no. link We'll link to it on our Not Another Nerdy page as we get closer to the show. But, yeah, that'll be a good time. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, on behalf of my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. Aaron Wood. It's me. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. Hashtag get money, get paid. My name is Tom Van Zant. This has been episode 34 of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Hashtag Woken.